0: Welcome to Paranormal in Pennsylvania, where we discuss history and hauntings. In each episode, we answer the question, are we brave enough to visit these places of paranormal phenomena? Follow us on Instagram for updates and pictures of our adventures at Paranormal in Pennsylvania. I'm Matt Hanna. And this is Horror Hour with the Hanna's.
1: Where we talk about all your favorite scary movies. I almost (laughs) forgot my line.
0: (laughs) Matt's going to be real mad at me for this, but in the wise words of bodies, 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 today's episode is a podcast about hanging out with your smartest and funniest friend. Matt doesn't want me to say that anymore because it's redundant now. Um, But today's episode features one of our best friends, another Matt so today's Matt, Mr. Matthew Dalton, different different last name. Uh, he is an actor, so by profession. So we thought this would be a fun guest to have. Hi. <laughs> Tell us a bit about yourself.
2: Uh, hi, my name is Matt Dalton. Um, I am uh, an actor trained theatrically, uh, so a stage actor. But I love movies, and I specifically love horror movies. So I'm very excited. Uh, to be on here talking
1: about horror movies. So we have to ask you right away, what's your favorite scary movie? How very scream of you. I was <laughs> 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 um, channeling my Billy Loomis there.
2: Yeah, I think my favorite uh, scary movie has to, and will probably always be, uh, uh, The Shining. That okay, is,
1: right.
2: It's just a very classic movie. It's one I've watched. Uh, it was one of the first like horror movies that I watched uh, and really had an impact on me, so even now when I watch it, I think it's still like, even though like the, the scary bits aren't really as scary as they used to be. It's still like a very, like a very dominating movie. I
1: think
0: Um, that's
2: one we'll definitely cover at some point too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you ever
1: read it by any chance?
2: I tried. I tried. I really did. Um, but boy, does that, does that Stephen, Stephen King know how to write a long book?
1: (laughs) That one's short too. I get it over there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, but, um, uh, no train of thought here. Um, anyway, <laughs> what <while> were we talking <laughs> about? <laughs> one of your
1: favorite scary movie, The Shining. And have you seen The Shining?
0: Uh, I have. Okay. Well, I think fresh you did. Freshman year of college, but I wasn't really paying attention because it was on like a kind of date thing. So. I like it. I wasn't
1: But I haven't seen it in a long time and I also have read it and I had weird feelings because well, they're cause very different. I
0: know different. they're very different. I would like and to And I did do... really enjoy the book. I have a friend who has, like, a bookstagram, so I thought it would be fun to have her on for one of the, like, book-to-movie adaptations oh, yeah. to kind of talk about the difference. Yeah. I thought that would be That's a really a very fun different way to cover it. I think
2: so much so that—and that, that and this may be completely hearsay, but I feel like Stephen King was, like, pretty unhappy with Stanley Kubrick, who does that. He movie. was. He yeah. was pretty unhappy with how, much, how many
1: liberties that uh, Kubrick took doing that. I think the biggest complaint— that I hear a lot is that Jack Nicholson already just looks insane when the movie starts yeah. when like, there's a, a big part of the book is that he's supposed to be like this like handsome normal. Yeah. It's that journey Dad, from like yes. an every man kind of guy. Although he has like some like, he's a drinking anger. problem. He's a drinking problem. He's like, he every once in a while like abuses his kid or at least prior to this movie starting, yeah. like breaks his arm, but there's still like, it's inside of him, but it doesn't actually show where Nicholson from the beginning, it's just right on his face. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a lot of reason that that movie is good, and I feel like it has probably uh, outshined the book at this point. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Um, Sorry, that was terrible. (laughs) So, what did we watch today, Hannah?
0: Oh, yeah, I didn't say that. We watched Malignant. So, Malignant has a story... it's story by, produced by, so, like, and directed. It has a story, <laughs> it has a story. Um, but it's story by, produced by, and directed by James Wan. The screenplay though was by Akala Cooper, and it stars Annabelle Wallace as Madison, our main character. Yes,
1: and we've talked about Malignant a bunch. we were planning on watching Raw today, but a uh, streaming service that will not be named uh, ended up it shows not, on not on shows that we play. couldn't watch it. Decided for us, so Malignant was a good backup. And I've been talking this movie up on our other ones. I'm excited to talk about it today.
0: Yeah, we are supposed to release Raw at this point because this episode will be coming out while we're in Paris. And that's a French movie. Hopefully.
1: What do
0: you mean
1: hopefully? <laughs> oh, I don't know. As this comes out, this comes out while we're in Paris. Oh, we're Paris. making it happen? Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully so, it's
1: August. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> you know,
0: hopefully we make it to Paris. I don't know with that... You're jinxing us a little bit. Either the podcast or our honeymoon Is being jinxed. But yeah, so we thought that would be fun, but the universe had other plans for us. And this happened.
1: And I'm excited. I was really happy that we get to watch Malignant. I love Raw, but we can talk about this. This is only my second time watching Malignant, but it definitely stood out to me after first watching. Hannah, this is your second time watching.
0: Yeah, watched it both times with you. I don't love this. We gotta movie. get Matt's background I too. I know. Okay. So this was your first time, correct?
2: This was my first time seeing the Malignant movie. Um, they had asked me. You guys had asked me what uh, what I knew about it going into it, and I think the only thing I had to say was that some lady gets cancer, which <laughs> is what I thought the trailer was telling me <laughs> years ago when I saw it, um, and that's all I had retained.
0: And that is. Um, not- and
2: boy, you mean that's accurate? Is there more that, that happens in this movie than that?
0: Yeah, I wrote that down because I thought that was so funny. When he said that, I was like, hmm.
1: <laughs> and I'll, I'll ask that. So you've seen a bunch of other Juan movies, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've watched Insidious, um, The Conjuring. Insidious,
2: Conjuring. He saw. did that. Um, he yeah, had the Saw movie. He did that puppet movie, too.
1: I saw that. Puppet movie? What am I thinking of? Uh, it's called, like, Dead Silence or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, did. Right, yeah. Scared the piss out of me when I was a kid, the trailer. I never saw it. Yeah, that's a that's a solid movie. Really? Okay. I feel like I remember it not like being critically received well, but like it's no. I remember being very scary from just a trailer perspective.
0: Well a lot of horror.
1: That's a good point. It? It's good. And it's This like, movie it's was received point. well though, right?
0: Yeah, eh, mix. mixed. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I could see that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a 70, which is good for the It was, four, but it was I feel also like um
2: 2021, right? Released 2021.
0: It was definitely released during COVID. So yeah. like yeah. I don't remember which. As far year as a during
2: COVID it. movie, I think it was directly onto I think it was directly on H- HBO, HBO Max. Max. Yeah,
0: it was. Um so boy oh boy. Alright. So we didn't hide at all. The Hannah Hyde count is a strong zero today. Proud of you. There was one scream. Which was me, obviously. <laughs> and I couldn't keep track of this for other people, but I kept track of how many times I, like, very strongly involuntarily flinched. Because I had a couple really, like, cringe moments where I felt like my chest, like my ribcage was going to fall out of my body. <laughs> and that happened four times. So All I right. was, like, okay. scared. Just not screamy scared too much.
1: Yeah. I, uh... I have laughed a lot. Oh, I'm yeah, there were a lot of laughing. Laugh and
0: not panic laughing, just, like, comedy laughing. In a good way, because I, I find this
1: movie very funny. Good laughs, good laughs.
2: I think I had, like, one, like, jumpy moment, but I couldn't tell if it was actually from the movie or from Hannah's reaction
1: That's
2: to fair. the movie.
0: Yeah, because I when I cringe, like, it's real hard. It's a pretty violent process.
1: Yeah, I've jumped from you in the theaters before.
0: Yeah. Probably Um, when
1: we saw Barbarian. I'm
0: messy. Uh, Oh, yeah, we all saw Barbarian together. What a time to be alive. We've talked about that. We love
2: horror movies.
0: (laughs) Especially that one. So, what were your general thoughts, Matt?
2: Boy, Um, this movie is. I'm going to say it again. I don't think this movie is a horror movie. I think this is James Wan's attempt to make a comedy movie, (laughs) a comedy action movie. It's like. This movie is is boundary-crossing. It is all over the map. Mm-hmm. It is campy. It's funny. It's uh, suspenseful. There's a crazy, like, fight sequence. Oh, yeah. There's two. Two crazy fight sequences in
1: this movie. It's really wild. I had the biggest grin on my face during all those sequences. Even you describing them had me happy. But, Hannah, I think we got to back up. Why? Nice. Because we didn't do 15-second summaries. Oh, I, have to do, I have to do a 15 second summary. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, am I getting timed? Not yet, yeah, but we will. All time right. You. All right. But that yeah, was you that. Can, you, you told us a first. lot there, and that's fine. i mean yeah. so that That's a good primer for There's a lot Yeah. Servers. So
2: so take all that and just keep it in mind while I summarize <laughs> the movie in 15. Do you want to be first? Yeah. <laughs> no, so how much before we start the timer? Is this like spoilers? Get yes. ready oh, for We don't want yeah, this boiled If you don't want this movie to be spoiled. We're don't all listen to Fast us. forward yeah. tw- 20 seconds Plus, this is a- No,
0: don't listen to this podcast. Yeah.
2: probably not. Okay, that's probably <laughs> We're gonna just jump All right into it All right, cool, cool, all cool, right. cool, cool Ready? All Three,
0: right. two,
2: one, go All right, lady gets a bump On the head Her husband gets killed Murders start happening around her She can see them psychically But she can't actually See them psychically Because boom, the twist is That she's Professor Quarrel And she's got the <laughs> monster In the back of her head And so the police fight her And then she gains control And b- wins <laughs> Dude, spoilers for Harry Potter. There we go. Yeah. yeah what the hell was that? <laughs> You're so right. Maybe they haven't seen
1: Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. You got you up? Sure.
1: All right. You ready?
0: Yeah. Go. In the wise words of the White Schrute, I absorbed the other fetus. I believe his tissue has made me stronger. I now have the strength of a grown man and a little baby.
1: That's Perfect. Nine <laughs> seconds.
0: When Nine, there was a scene where she goes, Gabriel makes me strong. And I literally went, I now have the strength of a grown man and a little baby. I was so excited. That's why I was giggling to myself. Wait, I have
1: nothing for this one.
0: All right. Three, two, one, go. Uh,
1: oh, no, this is terrible. Um, Matt already said everything. I got nothing funny. Oh my god! You guys both beat me. I feel I feel defeated right now. It's
0: not a contest, but you did I know. say nothing, I had, I had nothing in the last. I
1: couldn't even get
0: fifteen seconds. Did we do fifteen
1: seconds. I couldn't even get a word out. That's the first one I failed at.
0: Matt likes to make it a game, and when he feels like he's lost the game, he I was doesn't out. feel like trying. I couldn't even try. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's not a game, but if it was, but if, if it, it was, was you guys We crushed.
0: definitely won. Yeah, that's. I mean,
1: well, Matt obvious. had the actual plot covered. You had the joke covered. I got nothing on that one.
0: Yeah, Matt likes to try and go last so he can make a joke.
1: Oh, <laughs> you beat okay. me to it.
0: But I said, "Fuck you! It's my time to shine, bitch."
2: There you go, dog. You got to beat him to it. All right, mm-hmm. leave, him in, leave him in dead last. Here's my
1: uh, summary: James Wan makes his best movie.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's incredibly Ooh. bold. No, to I think that's, that's bold. That,
1: that's been the running gag for me. I'm talking about Wan. Yeah, to
0: say that this is better than The Conjuring.
1: I I don't think I can say that. I'm sorry. Spoilers. I, I- <laughs> Second best? Uh, I love Saw 2. Ah, shit. Not Saw 2. I guess that's Saw a good
0: question. <laughs> I was going to ask eventually, but since we're talking about it now, do you have a favorite James Wan movie, Matt? Since my map is all over the map.
2: Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen them all, but I'd probably say that I think Conjuring is, like, objectively his best movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just think it's a really interesting movie, um... There's a lot of things. I, I rewatched it recently um, because Michaela, my girlfriend, had never seen it before. And I wanted to be the one to show her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we watched it one day. Um, she was not nearly as scared as I thought she would be, but she really enjoyed it. She thought it was a good movie. And I, I watched it. Um, it was a se- probably the second time I'd ever watched it after seeing it for the first time in theaters when it came out. So having seen it again after such a long time. I uh, definitely picked up on a lot more things that I appreciate about that movie. Um, it's such an easy watch. It's such
1: yeah. a nice. So we just watched it as well, yeah. with Jason, yes. who doesn't like horror movies, you know, Jason, and he now says this is it was his favorite horror movie of all time. So he said he, he's, like he's like ready five. to go now.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's a, it's
1: very good.
0: I would say The Conjuring is also my favorite James Wan movie. For many of the reasons you said. And the reasons that we covered on the podcast. But oh the soft spot that I have for Insidious. Is so soft. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So soft. <laughs> but but mm. the nostalgia for that one. I think it's so fun. And I was glad. Talking with Matt before this. That you kind of vindicated some of my thoughts. because
1: I'm a little bit of a hater.
0: Yeah. I mega think, hater. I think
1: some of the best parts of Insidious. Are shown. In Malignant.
0: See, I think that's really interesting because what I wrote down during part of this is this movie uses stings, but Matt likes it here. The door wide open trick was used in Insidious, but Matt likes this movie. Yeah,
1: I, I think I know why, though. It's because this one is like purposely very campy, where I didn't feel like Insidious. I felt like I was laughing with this one where I was more laughing at Insidious sometimes.
0: I'm not laughing with Insidious. I'm scared with Insidious. No, other way around. Oh, okay. You're scared. Yeah.
1: I, I, I found myself not, uh, I don't know. I already ranted about Insidious on that yeah. one. I don't have to anyway,
0: go anywhere. But... We'll probably do a full James Wan feature at well, I, some I, point. I wanted to do Saw it at some point, too. So Yeah. We're just covering him a million times on this podcast. But anyway, the thoughts. Yeah.
2: James Wan, if you're listening, feel free to hit us up. Come on to the podcast. That'll be great.
0: Yeah. We would love that.
2: You know he loves Malignant. Oh. For sure. A
0: hundo Mm peeve.
2: Yeah. What, uh, like, here's, I'm going to turn this whole podcast on its head. My question for you guys, (laughs) what do you think James Wan was like on the set filming for this movie? Do you think he was like, this is going to be a really funny part here? Yes. Or do you think he was like, this is a scary
0: movie? No. I think he definitely knew that this was campy i think it's deliberate i actually beforehand i was looking up an interview with him to see if he mentioned anything on one of the themes that i was kind of getting from it but didn't know whatever when we talk about themes i'll kind of get to it but he there was one in interview where people were talking about how it's extremely bizarre and he said, I don't know how anyone could think that Malignant was made from a self-serious perspective. I mean, it's so aware of what it is. Which leads me to believe, like, he is yeah, very, he's very aware, aware that this is corny yeah. shit.
1: So I will say, I think, and I'm sure, he, I think he might, might have said this as well, it is in some ways paying homage to slashers from the 70s. I feel like he was trying to create Gabriel as another iconic slasher villain. Um, like, so, like, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, even um, Leatherface. With, like, the iconography, the specific weapon, the outfit. And um, I think it kind of became so insane to, like, match that energy that it almost, like, kind of went over into campy. And I guess, like, those movies are campy as well. But I think it's, like, because he's paying homage, he goes even, like, further with it. Yeah. You could
2: possibly even say, like... Old slasher movies are like where we get campy from.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right?
2: Like they're like what started campy. So like in their own way they're not really campy mm-hmm. because there was nothing before them to base it off of. Um and so now when we do like homages to slashers they always end up feeling campy. I think this is like his acknowledgement yes. that the genre is campy. I Completely feel like agree. Yeah, I feel like there might have been like you know, people trying to like redo slasher films. And he was like, this is really
1: what this is. And I think the thing, the people from, you know, 1980 until Malignant, the people that were trying to make slasher films, maybe even 1990, we should say until Malignant, missed one critical piece, which was like, you have to have this, the bad guy like Gabriel, right? It has to be this like icon of a character. And I don't think a lot of other movies have succeeded in that the way that. The early slashers did, and I also think Malignant does. Yeah, yeah. And I do think it succeeds there. And Hannah, can you give it praise for that or you disagree?
0: I think it succeeds.
1: Yeah, I think Gabriel's awesome. Yeah, Gabriel's an easy Halloween
2: costume. Mm hmm, right?
0: Oh, hell yeah. This is why I keep saying I want to do villains for Halloween. <laughs> I've been saying it for two years. Would you be Gabriel? Matt <laughs> here. Keeps I've been to saying fight something me. for longer. That's not true. You picked the Harry Potter character costume and you didn't even come to halloween that oh. year
2: wow that is true but <laughs> so, i will be there this time
0: so i don't think I, I had a stern, I, stern- I had a
2: stern yeah and one that was agreed upon by all parties which, which is?
0: is they weren't all parties because i didn't agree i oh, said man. we right. need a vote it could be i don't care if i lose the vote it is what it is but i would like to i will die fighting. <laughs> Villains could be so funny. You could be Gabriel, you could be Regina George from Mean Girls, or you could be, like, an ant from the movie Bugs Life, whoever... Grasshopper,
1: Hannah, come on. No, but... For villains? People
0: think that the main... I, I don't know. What if you think the main ant is the problem? You could be him. A I don't flick? give a shit. Oh, okay. The flick is your right, villain. This is, this is getting off flick, the rails. Just- We're <laughs> getting off
2: topic. <laughs> okay. We're getting off topic. So, Gabe would be a great Halloween Gabe. costume. <laughs> Gabe... My man Gabe, G man, he'd be great. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got. I mean, the the perfect like. He's got his duster coat.
1: He's got his sweet weapon. He's got a funky face. That's what you need. You just to be get a, a slasher, wave, throw it out in front. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this movie succeeds in being a slasher, is what I'm hearing. If if that's the metric. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. There's. It's,
2: I don't know. This whole movie is just such a ride. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Alright, so we keep diving do you think into the general the weird thoughts.
0: is oh. good? Or, like?
2: I think, I mean, like, you guys do, like, a, a movie rating at the the later yeah. at, at the end. end. We'll All do it right. at I can end. withhold. But you can tell us, like, generally, right? Yeah, now, like, I don't talk, think like, the movie, just, like... like, it's not, like, an amazing movie. I don't think it's really, like, life-changing. It's not, like, you know, it's sort of doing something new, but, like, not really. <clears throat> okay. So in that regard, I don't think it's like crazy good, but I think it's a lot of fun to watch. And I think in its own regard, a movie can be a lot of fun, and that's
0: all it needs to be.
2: Super,
1: yep. yeah, super I, fine. I think that's what really draws me to this one is that I like have so much fun watching yeah. it. Um, which I can't say about every horror movie. And even horror movies I like, I don't always find fun where I think this one hits a lot of different emotions for me, which makes it, like, never get old. Yeah. Which, like, going in, I was like, I really, I know I like (laughs) this movie. And I think maybe I just want to be on the the team of people that really likes this movie because I feel like there is a a debate over it.
0: (laughs) I just... I have a hard time articulating what my issue is with this movie because it's deliberately corny and campy. So I can't fault it for being that. Like, that's part of... The point, like, that's what he's going for. The hmm. movie is completely unserious. And I think that makes it fun, but I also think it... I mean, it is very weird, and there's something about it that I just can't wrap my head around when I'm watching it. Like, I just can't buy in.
1: Yeah,
2: see, yeah, I'm... It's, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I think part of the thing that this movie does, which I kind of agree with Hannah, that's, like, weird and a little disjarring, is it doesn't really set its own expectations. Well, um, like I remember when the trailer came out for this movie, I was like, Oh, another scary James Wan movie. Um, and I think you look at the poster for this movie and you think, okay, even really the name of this movie gives you nothing to think that this is going to be an unserious James Wan movie. It seems so far removed from the rest of his catalog Um, as far as, like, the seriousness. Not really in the style, Mm because we talked a little bit during the movie about how the style is all there. I mean, this is just just gushing with that James Mm -hmm. Wan. Like, -hmm. all those camera angles and those fun tricks, the colors and lights that he plays with. But, like, you go into this movie thinking it's going to be another James Wan classic horror, and it is, from that first introduction... Which is so jarringly not serious, over dramatic. It's almost like watching a a,
1: a soap opera. Yeah. yeah, I think from that introduction that you know what you are getting into. I
0: would argue that yes, you do with the intro, but then we kind of regress to where it's not that corny for a little bit. Yes, and then I think he's like plot twist. We are corny, corny. Yeah. and I think that's part of why it's so jarring to me too. Is that I feel like the twist is like the twist is that we are campy. Yeah,
1: I was yeah. thinking but that same thing work. while watching. So for me. I, but what I feel like the opening happens and uh, it's hysterical, almost mm-hmm. like though we're gonna we gotta it's cut it's out time the cancer.
0: Cut away the
1: cancer. Yeah, incredible. And I'm like, this is something completely different. They come in with this like rock song, the for music the, for the in intro. the credits, is and so then funny. it then it pulls you back into the classic James Wan haunted house thing. You're like, oh okay, this is what it is. And then like you said, the twist is. No, this is goofy as hell, and once it finally gets there, it doesn't stop.
0: I feel it's like just, it's maybe a roller coaster from that it point. takes too long to get there. Yeah,
1: I do think he's, he is playing a trick, though. Right? Oh, is that not? Yeah.
0: No, I agree. I think the question is just whether it works for you or not. Yeah.
1: I also say that the title is hilarious once you've seen the movie. Yeah, well, like un- na- like cancer. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's incredible. And if I guess we don't we we don't talk about plot here, but the cancer is.
0: Gabriel uh, Gabriel who is a monster
1: or a parasitic twin on the back of the main yeah. character's head which she's, is she's Professor Quirrell. Yes.
0: And he is <laughs> the Voldemort.
1: She's got an actual human being growing out of the back of her head and and this Voldemort can control electricity. Yeah. <laughs> which is, is through probably phones.
2: something that the other Voldemort yeah, right. could do. Yeah, right. Good
1: point. Probably. <laughs> Wizards aren't too bright. They don't know too much about electricity. That's true, they do have a lot of candles.
0: Yeah. And apparently according to the publications J.K. has put out in more recent years. Early wizards didn't even have plumbing, so
2: <laughs> thank God she clarified that. Yeah, we
0: really needed it.
2: It was something I couldn't even finish the movies or the book series without. Yeah, so
0: I definitely don't think Voldemort can control electricity the way Gabriel does.
2: Yeah, yeah. That whole Although like subplot of it is why so. Why is that happening? I think it's uh, yeah. Honestly, I. I don't know why he can do that. Oh yeah, there's no like. Reason. What is the purpose that it serves the story? As if maybe it's just to be like a you know, he's just like all powerful. It's just cool. He's yeah. just this super powerful, weird parasitic twin brother who's grown out the back of this lady's body, and uh, and he can communicate through the
1: radios. Yeah, I mean I, it's probably more to the iconography. Although I forget he can control electricity until the movie happens, so that maybe that maybe there's failure there.
2: Yeah. Well, hold on. Going back to Harry Potter real fast, because the first thing that Dumbledore ever does in the movies is is fucking control electricity. Okay, hold the the phone though. Is Gabe a Dark Lord? (laughs) We this have, is a prequel to Sorcerer's Stone. We
0: have established that in well, in the books they establish that Voldemort is, all things considered, a pretty shitty wizard. So it checks out. Whoa. Actually, no, that what? would be the opposite because he can control electricity. So he's at least
1: he's better than Voldemort.
0: He's regressed. He's regressed before a Sorcerer's Stone for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, what he we're is. Saying. Very
1: kill, kill the spare Voldemort. Yeah, kind of looks like him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he looks disgusting. I guess that's the That a pro. is, alright,
1: I wanna, we're, we're moving, cause I think when you bring that up, I wanna talk about what the movie did well. And of I was course. gonna say, right there, that design of Gabriel's face, and also when he's, before he's fully cut out, is awesome, in my opinion. See,
0: I don't like shit like that in a horror movie, and I also really don't like the, like, twisty, contorted body motions in a horror movie. That's why when I was younger, like, I refused to watch them. Because that would be in every trailer of some, like, contorted body. that means
2: it it did its job, Well, do you not like it because it's gross? Or do you not like it because you feel like it's, like, a cop-out for something actually scary?
0: Um, definitely think it's gross. I don't like it. That might be a
2: fine thing, yeah.
0: But in this movie, I will say... I'll give it a little bit of a pass, because it's funny.
2: And it's, like contextually it makes, sense, it makes yeah. a lot of sense that he would have like clever. a lot of weird contortionist movements. I think they lay the breadcrumbs out mm-hmm. um, really well for you to find out what's happening about halfway through the movie. Yes.
1: They, they give you enough to learn that, mm-hmm. you know, it's her and he's on the back. Yeah. Hour. Especially the kill where you start to figure out where you could tell that like the arms. Yeah. There's backwards. like that, that flash where he's in like a full like crab walk position. But yeah, and whenever they, like that, they like, what did they did the film the chase scene and the fight scenes, where it's like backwards, I don't know what they did. Yeah, yeah. so here's
2: cool. the thing: in the fight scene, it's a hundred percent. In the in the in the police department fight scene, it's hundred percent CGI. That is a CG person and like well choreographed cops. Okay. When the when Gabe goes down that fire escape, I don't know if that's a CG person so. <laughs> or if that's like a crazy stunt that they did.
0: We're also going to say we don't know that for certain.
2: Yeah, I don't know any of this for certain. Except I'm pretty sure <laughs> that cop scene was CG. I mean, that was rough. There was I, a couple stills where I felt like her face was just like I think there pasted are, on.
1: No, I think it's a mask. I, I was, was going to say yeah, it might, mask but I don't. Bad. I don't
2: think it's a real person. Or parts I don't of think it were. was. I yeah, like the there were, I think there were some parts, I mean, I but I you can see parts. when he's like moving around all crazy, slashing throats, like that's yeah fully cg but I, the I movements are so sporadic and crazy looking like it's not a it's, person
1: yeah i i overall even if it what is cg or a person I think it looks yeah. scary it looks cool yeah just right? for
2: those fight scenes i think it's That's they probably it, yeah. use up a lot of cg to like make those like slashing movements and like the crazy like backwardsy movements it's just you know it's easier it's you know, significantly easier than trying to train a stunt person to work backwards and do all that choreography. Yeah. Um, and I think it was probably a lot easier for them. Again, this was a movie that was made during, was it made during COVID or was it made no. before? No. What year did it come on, I do that. think it came, came out, out in, in 2021. 2021?
0: Okay. So I'm not sure it then. Filmed.
2: Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll Pre-COVID. fact check that and see <laughs> when it was actually filmed, but but no, I mean the, those fight scene well, sequences. It's like definitely oh, that. But it's it's you know it's one of those things where I don't mind that it was. Hannah's CG. got an answer for us. What's that?
0: So they did have a double performing as Gabriel, mm-hmm. and it was a dancer and contortionist named Marina Mazapa. But I can't tell exactly what scenes are used. I do believe that. The scene in the prison, in like the jail cell, was her with a plastic prosthetic version of the main actress's face over her own with an animatronic Gabriel face on the back of her head.
1: That's crazy. So we don't know about
0: the cop scene, but at least the prison scene, which I think that kind of makes more sense given the motions that are going on.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's a few things. That cop scene, though. I mean, I, can we can we bring up the clip? Yeah. Can we watch it again? Because like, oh. it was all I was thinking about <laughs> when when we were watching. I was like, man, the CG on this one is a little
1: rough. Re- so I'd be interested to know. But yeah, it, even it being rough, like I didn't know there were definitely moments, but it's like it's better than some action movies I've seen. Especially, if there's not much of the shaky cam going on. Like, yeah, I which mean, I think now, I really uh, it was kind enjoy. I'm
2: not gonna call out any movies. Oh uh, yeah, nothing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you but can. I, yeah talk shit. It's no like you know truth. it's no Black
2: Panther, but like it was oh, yeah, like, that movie looked bad. Oh yeah. That I thought Black you were gonna say that
0: one bad. that was good. Be no. like, well it's not this.
2: No, no, it's it wasn't as bad as like
0: I appreciated the some Black. other thing. Like, only
2: Act Three, disturbed. really. Yeah, it's just bad. It's the training. It looks like hit PlayStation
1: 3 game.
2: Yeah, it looks like uh yeah, it looks like it
1: looks like Tron three. Yeah. Um, while we're talking about the effects on CG, the Gabriel on the back of the head, like when yeah. she's a little girl was, a, was real, right? That was a, uh, prosthetic. That, that yeah,
2: honestly, self. it could have been a prosthetic. And they did a lot of things to like help themselves out too, because all the times where you see like little baby arms, it's Voldemort.
0: Little baby arms? Um, <laughs> it's so good. Anyway,
2: <laughs> little baby arms, Gabe, uh, they're doing it with like. The like old camera effect. So you have like effects covering up practical makeup. So it, it sells it even more. Um, all those are like handheld camera pieces too. So it's like all of that is going to help sell and camouflage any of like the imperfections you get from like yeah. those like puppetry parts or anything. So so I would 100% believe that all of that is practical.
1: I think so. I think you're um, right. And I, I, cool. I really like it. I like the design. It's creepy. I also like the head design, creepy. the just the eye, the bloody skull. Yeah, the pulling part the scalp was sick. So other things I want to talk <coughs> about, Hannah, I'm sure you like. Cinematography was good. Juan's a good director. Were you mm-hmm. happy with that? I think it's it's as good as everything. The colors a little bit better than I think. Insidious and even oh,
0: it's definitely the Conjuring better than Insidious. in some ways. I think the Conjuring coloring is very stylized. So I
1: agree. I, I was happy to just get a little is, bit of red. I don't this think movie.
0: this is stylized as Conjuring, yes. so I'm not okay. going to say that. But no,
1: that's a good point. better
0: than Insidious, yes. And I do think the coloring being brighter in this works with like the camp.
2: It's very appropriate for, yeah, for, for the silliness of everything
1: that's going on.
0: Yeah. And so I that think was we one of my lost the
1: plot a little bit talking to you, Matt, but I do think, and I, I agree that it is laid out so well to just reveal little bits of information at a time so that you can figure the yes. twist out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the things I was <laughs> starting to say, but then we got
2: distracted. But yeah, it, it, it does such a great job of laying out those breadcrumbs that you will find it out
1: before they reveal it, um, and then they still have more interesting things to mm-hmm. come. And it's fun. It's like you're happy. It you're is, revealing. yeah. It doesn't, like... It's not like a, a groan reveal when I see it, you know? Yeah. But Hannah, thoughts? Anything else you liked since I know you're the, the hater here? I think Matt and I have gushed enough.
0: I don't, wouldn't call him gushing. Oh, about parts, it, Fine. <laughs> I would also agree with like a lot of the takes you guys have made in favor of the movie. I can't think of anything else I would say, though. Necessarily.
1: No Anything else, Matt? You think that it does really well?
0: What do you think of the performances in this? Is that a yay or nay for you?
1: Oh, I mean the the
2: that lead lady is doing. a... Uh, honestly, I really like the performances. I think everybody does a really good, appropriate job for what their the purpose of their character is.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, God, that sister though, she, the, like thousand eye, <laughs> like the thousand mile. The, what is it? The thousand-yard stare that she
1: does. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so funny, especially when like she, she finds goes, out Sydney or no, it's Cindy. Cindy, I'm adopted. Yeah, and, and then she, she just <sighs> a sister like like eyes out. get
1: like and they, so they, they play the song. What's the song yeah. they play? It? Yeah,
0: where
2: is my mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: The use that is so ridiculous. And it is the it amount of times that up. he throws that shit in. Mm-hmm. It's it works. So Why does it work? It works for me. It's, well, it's the that's the punchline.
2: Is it, it works. <laughs> yeah. It's like a weird well, like punchline, punchline effect that he uses. Word. Where yeah. he's like, "This is something over dramatic." in the same over dramatic song. Put in the song. Put in the song.
0: Also, the name of the song
1: is <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. Where
2: where oh, is my mind? In my it's God. indicative of the I'm whole so plot. Dumb.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we kept talking about that the whole movie. Too. <laughs> I was just I was too busy enjoying. So uh, that's a pro.
2: Oh oh, it's hold pro. on. There was one more pro. Um, he does a lot of, like, fun—so, this is in the same vein as, like, he's laying out the breadcrumbs, but even, like, right before they make the whole, like, reveal that this is, you know, what the character truly is, this is the, you know, real thing of it, he does all these fun, like, camera tricks to even tell you what's going on, and one in particular that I noticed that I wanted to write down was— Uh, It's like right before they do the big reveal and she peels back her scalp and reveals Gabe was, you know, Lord Voldemorting in her head the (laughs) whole time. She gets thrown in jail. um, And right when they throw her in jail, she still doesn't even realize that she's the one doing all this stuff. She grabs the bars and yells to the cops and she says, "Uh, why are you putting me in here? I've done nothing wrong or I haven't done anything wrong. But she says... To the camera, facing the camera, she says, why are you putting me in here? And the camera angle switches to the back of her head when she says, I haven't done anything wrong. And that's just like another little fun.
0: Because he did it. Dun, did dun, dun, dun.
2: Yeah, because it's, it's right there. yeah, We all, so we all know. <laughs> those fun little bits,
1: I think, mm-hmm, yeah. just help sell it even more. And it's especially once you realize that you can pick up on those and be like, oh, this is. Yeah, he was telling us the whole time. throughout. Yeah. Because like if someone knew the twist, like, yeah, I saw yeah. more. It is like laid out, mm-hmm. which is great. I think it actually rewarded a second viewing a lot for me, so...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um all right, you want to jump into favorite scenes before we trash it? You got a favorite scene, Hannah?
0: I... Don't? What? No, I definitely... Uh, there's things I enjoyed, but they're not coming to me. What scene did I like?
1: Matt, do you have one, what <laughs> she thinks? <laughs> um... <laughs> I have yeah. I have
2: scenes that I really enjoyed, but I don't know if they're like I I, I gotta I, I, I gotta throw back to the friggin' fight in the goddamn police station I thing. like that. <laughs> that scene is so so ridiculous that it so perfectly sells what the movie is all about. Yeah. It's just like the truly ridiculousness of it. It's like a scene out of the friggin' Punisher when she's <laughs> kicking the ass of like every police
1: Yeah, oh my and god they that's... cap that scene off. With Gabriel just picking up a chair yeah. 360 spinning Throwing and it nailing. across
2: Truly the largest like open police office Like station you've ever seen And he just like throws it, it tr- and, and I said it at the at the time What a disservice it was That he couldn't have been Like that they couldn't have Helped him survive so that he could eventually Go on to be in the Seattle Seahawks Or whatever yeah. Because boy what a what a career he would have had <laughs> He was so talented It's a missed opportunity I'm really glad you picked that scene um, yeah so that's probably
0: my favorite right there I, I it gotta is, say it. <laughs> I feel like it me it, off the movie does accelerate it. it's like <laughs> it, it gets <laughs>
1: crazier and crazier until you finally hit that scene you're like what the shit is that happening that movie yeah but that scene isn't even like
2: that scene is
1: like uh, like you're
2: running towards the edge of a cliff and and like when you get to that scene it, instead of falling down you hit like an Indiana Jones 3 bridge that was invisible unless you look at it uh, in a weird uh, <laughs> out, like it was like completely out of nowhere and just keep running yeah and you just keep going in thin air. That's what that scene feels like to me. I'm
1: trying to think of my favorite.
0: I'm gonna say just because it's the most memorable to me and it will always stick in my head. The opening scene and the just close up of the doctor saying it's time we cut away the cancer is so funny and so representative of the tone of the movie even though it does kind of regress a little from there. I think that opening scene really tells you what you're gonna get, and I think it's really fun.
1: I might have said this already, but on first watch, like I was instantly sold after she says that line. I, I was instantly like, what is was happening?
0: like, "What the fuck!" <laughs> but
1: it really—it was a
0: good "what the I fuck" know. for you. I that
1: think. I was thinking about saying that was my favorite, but since we can't, I'm gonna say I think the one where the sister, the adopted—not adopted, adopted sister—the the sister, one the biological sister, daughter, daughter is watching. The footage of, um, I can't, oh, yeah. Madeline in the psychiatric hospital. And they're showing a little bit, but they're not showing the back of her head. They're showing, like, Gabriel's done this. And finally, they're like, all right, we're going to wake him up now. And they, like, put something, inject and him with something to wake like, up. Baby and baby arms The baby arms are flying. And it's, sc- I mean, it's scary. It's this creepy, like, you see the spine that's connected. And it's just, I love it. I think I think like I said, I think it's a practical effect, at least partially. Um, and I, I feel like that's one that, like, that image does burn into my brain a little bit. And I'll see Gabriel later. And then also, yeah. like, the cutting him up and, like, kind of shoving him and, yeah. <laughs> and closing the skull okay, is just so the over fuck? the top. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: what the fuck medical science is? Truly.
1: Truly. Were, it was clear they were, like, hiding it, right? Because she was a children's uh, pros- or children's um, doctor for, what's it called? Plastic surgery. Yeah, surgeon. but they're
0: trying to help her, and they're just like, we'll keep yeah. this cancer in the Yeah, they were out. like, they also showed her them just pushing it in. Yeah, he her did with like two fingers. He was <laughs> you like, you know, <laughs> the,
2: you know the expression, "It's not brain surgery." Well, it's really not that hard, you just, actually. You just push it in, and we're gonna <laughs> cap it off. Easy as that. You Which, know, like
0: I know it's a movie <laughs> and it's a corny movie that. But also,
1: but boy, can you not just push a brain yeah. and, and I was saying, into the skull and well, seal yeah, it, was, it up? You know, Gabriel's portion of the brain—they weren't worried about. It, I guess. <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: Jesus Christ! You think that would harm her portion of the brain? I you know. know.
1: I'm just offending because I was. I was in. I was like, I don't care. I'm sucked in. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with these yeah. uh, surgeons. You
0: know. <laughs> I also laughed at the end too, when like the open wound in her head with just Gabriel closes, just like yeah. closes very fast. Matt. Dalton, Matt, and I were just like, Giggling in the corner Like that's how it goes Man that's how fast The brain he- heals yep. Haven't you heard <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's a quick one dog A couple seconds Also the fact that It gets <laughs> open <laughs> Just from her husband Bring Smashing her into a dry- into drywall And now her skull's okay, open Okay Truly smash yeah.
0: Smashed the shit out she of her She must have hit <laughs> a, stud. a The amount of around? times
1: Too
2: throughout this movie That I was like Can somebody get her A bandage on her On the With- back of her head can- Without realizing That it was fully just yes. Gabe
1: Because I think he Gabriel like would Close himself off During the day And then yeah. he was Opening it up Yeah, it so it was
2: like, it was like every time she would start bleeding, it was like when she would wake up the next morning after like some brutal murder happened and I would, <laughs> without like before I even realized what was happening, I was like, oh my God, somebody needs to bandage her up. Why are they not closing this wound? Well,
0: I was just like, Queen, you are a nurse. Are you not concerned with an open head wound? Or is she a doctor?
1: Did do they say? Doesn't matter, darling. She works in a hospital.
0: as some sort of medical professional okay. and she should know better. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, we ready to uh, let you unload on it, Hannah? To get to what we didn't like or what didn't work?
0: Well, all the corniness, again, for me. I just, like, don't buy into it. I think it's funny, but I don't buy into it in a way that I'm, like, enjoying it. (laughs) And I don't find it, like... That's scary because it's so funny. Which I don't think you're supposed to find it that scary. I think the beginning is a little scarier, some of the sequences, and then the second half is supposed to be more like giggle.
1: Kind of similar, not the giggling part, but how the Conjuring is like multiple acts where yeah, some but are that supposed works so much
0: better for me because it's not corny.
1: I understand you're just no fun.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm not. Hannah hates fun. I do. I do. Um, I also just found. So I have a problem. I think in movies that aren't serious when they touch on really serious topics, and I don't feel like they're doing them that much justice. So having like a movie that very much starts out with like miscarriage and pregnancy loss, which is a really difficult thing for women and an abusive relationship. I just think that that's really heavy and we don't really get that much resolution from it. I know that a lot of the movie thematically, is kind of about her taking back her independence, both, like, all, like, her body autonomy, but just, like, general independence from abusive men, whether that's her now-deceased husband or Gabriel. But it just feels like, I don't know, I get uncomfortable with movies that aren't serious take on serious topics.
1: I get that. I want to push back on the miscarriage thing just slightly, because I feel like that's, the miscarriage is critical for the like, turning point, the climax of the movie, when No, she I agree, but I'm not.
0: I, but, but I just don't it's gross. like you that find they're. kind of gross. Okay. Yeah. That bugs me.
1: I'll say it anyway, and just I, for, for the yeah. listeners, that the, it turns out Gabriel's been like eating her fetuses, basically, and absorbing yeah. them. The I babies- will,
2: I will kind of agree with, with Hannah on that. It's like plot wise, they make sense of it, but it still feels like, uh, I don't know, like, they could have found another way to do it yeah. as opposed to like using this very serious topic no, that's of, a like, good point. miscarriage and being like, it was just the
1: demon in your head eating your babies, you yeah. know, which is like, fucked no, up I think you guys make good points. Weird. I think kind of, James Wan is not a very serious writer.
0: Well then right? don't touch on something. No, that's what so I'm saying. So I think series, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. I gotcha.
0: I also similarly, I don't know what this movie is saying necessarily about motherhood and family. Um, especially in the hospital when biological mother is saying Gabriel please forgive me I shouldn't have given you away you are my son and I should have loved you no matter what and um no like you, first you had this child from assault you don't have to love that baby you don't need to keep that baby you didn't need to give birth to the baby. Mm-hmm. You then don't need to keep that. That's a, That would be a reminder to you of your trauma. You're also a child. You should not hold any fucking guilt, and this movie should not tell us that she shouldn't have done that.
2: Truly a wild cautionary tale. Yeah. yeah. To be like, I, you know, you, you can give up your baby if you want, but she will live
1: in the back of the skull <sighs> of the child you eventually adopt and might kill you, you know? I also found that, that weird. like, my, <laughs> my read on it was it reminded me of a, in one of the Friday the 13th movies, one of the like counselors or victims dresses as Jason's mom and pretends to be her to be like, it's okay to basically get Eww. invulnerable, which is how I was like, Oh, is that what it is? And I think I was kind of just coping. Cause I was like, oh that's a weird message. So I was saying, I wish she was just faking in my head, but no, I don't think I think you're correct.
0: Yeah, I do I think just that's a an, an uncomfortable thing. Probably un- to send.
1: unnecessary addition there.
0: Also, like you are my son and I should have loved you no matter what. This is a not viable child. Yeah. This is <laughs> and an a absorbed fetus living on the back of the viable child's head. He was never a, a, I, yeah. a real baby I do that could live. I do wonder if she and was you just trying.
1: To feel, yeah. Or am I misreading that? I
0: don't that? think
2: so. I no. mean, there was like tears coming out of her eyes. It really did feel like a read the room situation, though, where it's like, I don't think you're going to talk him down yeah. in this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's he's, not working.
2: He's pretty.
1: He's pretty indeed He's pretty pissed. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's basically then having like him being super pissed at mom, biological mom, to the point of like trying to murder her. It's like, what is that saying? Is this saying, you you deserve Love your to be kitty. murdered you, if, yeah. you're, if you put up your child for adoption? <laughs> I thought that that's what a lot of people in this country want, right? Like, I don't, just <laughs> the messages <laughs> here aren't doing it for yeah. me. And so I think a lot of the theming that I'm getting from the movie, I have a problem with.
1: Okay.
0: So that's like a big thing for me is one i like I said, when a movie takes these really heavy topics and doesn't do them justice. Yes. Same with Annabelle. No. Like, it's kind of the same thing, where I just don't think.
1: James Wan didn't write that one. Well, he didn't write this idea. either. No, I was... This oh, is his story, I was just but he didn't
0: do the screenplay. Yeah. He's involved with these projects no, that I think, are, like... No, I agree with you. Uncomfy to me.
1: It is kind of weird. I think I just chose to overlook it.
0: I can't. Just kind of, yeah.
1: Matt, you got anything that uh, doesn't work for you in this movie? Uh, there was some,
2: I guess thematically it still sort of works. It just felt like the, all the underground Seattle shit was a little cumbersome in the movie. I feel like we didn't even need a majority of that. It felt like we introduced it and then immediately did nothing with it.
1: Yeah. I guess maybe you're saying thematically it's like the built on top. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just another
2: one of the things to be like, you know, there's, there's. Seattle, but then there's something, there's another Seattle underneath of that that people don't even realize is there, blah, 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 festering
1: underneath of it. I think you just want to have a cool scene in it.
2: Yeah, right. Like, it seemed like they probably had a lot of dusty, like, old shit lying around the studio space, and they were like, why don't we just
1: set up some floodlights and go crazy?
0: (laughs) I don't think it looks good either.
1: Okay. I disagree. I don't know why. I think I think I I was sold on the, this is just a cool set.
2: Yeah, I I, I, I I don't think it needed to be there. I think they could have done enough things with, like, above grounds. Yeah, Yeah. like, I don't think it really needed. They wanted for that chase
1: scene, and that was pretty much it. I also
0: don't feel like I needed the chase scene because I don't think that they show much after that of, like, the detective believing her or anything, which is what I thought it was going towards, is he sees it, so he knows it's not her. But then she ends up locked in jail and shit for murder anyway. So I really don't understand what it's purpose that's serving. But
1: I gotcha. I, I, I'll i say it. I think there's a lot of stuff that the purpose of it is just to be cool in this movie. And it's like James James yeah. was like, this looks fun. I want to make it fun. Which, yeah. like, I'm fine with if it looks good and I enjoyed it. So I was like, I'm fine with him just doing, like, yeah. dumb, fun things. And Which it, I think this movie is just dumb fun in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah,
0: and I think that's a fair point. Is that not every movie needs to be doing something deeper. I just think... That this movie in some ways is.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of mixed messages. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha.
0: What do you guys think this movie is meaning? I think mine didn't work. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't think you were going to say much. No,
1: I I I still have to say, I think that uh, it could definitely be scarier throughout. I think Mm -hmm. that we've seen one show... Uh, like that he can make something really scary. I think there are some very scary scenes in Insidious and some very very scary scenes in The Conjuring. As much as I like the campiness and, and the comedy, I think I would have enjoyed it even more had there been the blend of like one one scene has me wanting to like shit my pants, and then one scene has me laughing. I think would have worked more. I think that's the biggest thing that this movie was missing. It was
2: funny, and I think it's not accidentally funny. But it's not as funny as I think it should have been. I think there should have been more scenes that are like, oh, this is really funny. Mm-hmm. And then you match that with a scene that's like, you get a jump scare from Cindy, and you get a genuinely scary scene, and then you get another funny as hell scene.
1: The or, or And the mixing. Yeah. There was probably one scene that I was the best yeah. mixed, which was the, the uh, under the bed. Yeah. They the put, they, the, they put the camera under but the bed. But even that
2: is like... Only sort of funny. It's like yeah. you, in your head you go, oh, that's kind of funny. But there's no, there wasn't really much in this movie that I think that they had intended to make me laugh that made me laugh as much. Um, and I would have loved some like really intentionally very funny parts in this movie to like, and I think that would have really driven home the, the,
1: how campy it was, how ridiculous it was. And
0: that it was deliberate. So we could
1: have just used a little more extremes in both directions. A little more extremes on scary, a little more extremes on funny. Yeah,
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was
2: kind of wondering, um, what it would have been like, uh, if there were. Like one or two, and not replacing the the main girl because I think she was good, and I think it's great that she's like not as well known of an actress. But if they had gotten like one or two like bigger, more well known actors in this
1: movie, there's pretty much nobody. Yeah, yeah. Nobody I was going to say movie. nobody in this movie I, had, did I recognize from anything else. Yeah, I'm sure there's a reason he did that. I don't know if it was cost or what. Yeah, because well, movies kind of are like he,
0: generally pretty, pretty cheap. cheap.
1: Um, this one does this kind one. of feel like yeah, but even The Conjuring has
2: that one. Has a couple people in it. I mean, the yes. Conjuring these yeah.
0: movies that are a little like higher budget, like Insidious. Filming was seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, the total budget is one point five million. So obviously, again, very cheap. So I'm kind of going to assume that this didn't have a crazy budget either.
1: This one does feel like it's the one though that he's proved himself and he's allowed to make his vanity project because this still to me feels very much like. This is Juan's Banvi project. Like, this yeah, is, this is he been like, wanting to make this. this. feels like an early idea that he had that he's just kind
2: of been holding
1: on yeah. to. I'm glad it's out there. Like I'll complain about certain things, but I am like very happy to have seen it yeah. and I would recommend it. Yeah. People. Absolutely. And I think just, everybody just because it's different and yeah, it's weird. And I
2: think everybody deserves to have like that thing that's like, even though it might not have been like everyone's cup of tea, like if you're the guy who made it and you're like, This is the this mm-hmm. is the movie I wanted to make so bad and you get to do that, I mean, that's dope. That's a dream. It's so cool, yeah. yeah.
0: I wanted to share that I am a bit of a liar. I'm a big, big liar.
1: Oh, huge what line. did you just say? say well,
0: that. The Conjuring had a budget of $20 million, So much more than Insidious Fight. Yes. This had a budget of $40 million,
1: Yeah, I'd assume this was his most expensive.
0: And it didn't even earn that in the box office. Yeah, I'm not surprised But that's either. also because of the release timing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I imagine this that, is, that had a lot to I, do with it. This feels called classic-y to me, though. I I have a feeling like this... So I, I know there are a lot of people that do like this movie and defend it big time, so I'll be interested in a decade if people talk about it or if it's mm-hmm. kind of forgotten. Because to me, I don't know if you agree or disagree, but it feels like one that, like, could be talked about or one that people like, like oh, have you seen that kind of word of mouth? Gets popular again. Mm.
0: Well, it has the same energy, energy to me of, like jennifer's body right like that isn't taking itself too seriously that's and no one would be, be like, like this analogy. is a work of art but like it is talked about and it's talked about for a reason i just happen to like that more than this
1: gotcha yeah i think they're very similar i didn't think about the before but it's mm-hmm. a good good comparison
0: are okay. you ready to talk about, talk theme about themes
1: yep Let's what get did into you it? get from it i had not thought about <sighs> the agency until you said it and i think that's the, the biggest one is that throughout her life it's clear that she has been controlled by men and is taking back her agency, finally. Like, and really, she does kill her abusive husband. I know it's Gabriel, but it's, like, her body. She doesn't have agency in that. But in the end, she chooses to lock him away, even though he'll always be there. Right? That's what he said. He'll always be there. with sets of a sequel. Please, James Wan, we want Malignant 2. Right, guys? Um, <laughs> malignant 2.
0: Electric boogaloo. Yeah. But...
1: Uh, I really Chamber like. Of <laughs> <laughs> I really like that that read on it of taking back her agency and like now she's actually going to start living her life for maybe the first time in her entire life. Because mm-hmm. even in the beginning, the doctors are controlling her. Then yep. Gabriel's controlling her. Then her husband's controlling her. Now it's now it's her. And that makes me very happy. So,
0: from there, something I noticed. And this is something I was kind of, like, reading up on before. That's why I looked up James Wan interviews to see if he touches this. Where I think Gabriel could be seen as a physical manifestation of trauma. So she's, like, adopted. And, you know, that can be, even if you are adopted into a very good home, the foster system. And she clearly, like, did not end up in a good home till she was, like, six or eight. So that is extremely traumatic.
2: Well, the trauma starts before she's even born.
0: She's born of trauma. trauma. Yes. So she has that. So there's that. Foster adoption. The
2: second she's even Mm -hmm, conceived. It is of, yeah, such a traumatic thing that she is born now with this, Mm -hmm. with this defect, which could be, or I guess whatever's going on. Maybe not defect might not be the right word, but like, you know, this with a
0: yeah, with, with like, our boy, with
2: G-Man <laughs> himself. So
0: G-Man himself. And then the abuse she's obviously facing in her relationship. And shoving him into her brain, we can see it's like...
1: Repression, right? Would be
0: suppression because it's deliberate. Oh, sorry. That's kind of That's... the difference. A suppression is when you can like, deliberately block it off.
1: Okay, Repression's non-deliberate.
0: Yeah. I didn't much. know that. Um, we learning. And then I think it's interesting, like you said, that he goes after anyone who traumatized her. It's kind of a way to take back control after these people traumatized her because it's her partner who very physically abused her, mom who left her, doctors who then kept her locked up like an experiment when they probably could have just taken it out to begin yeah. with.
1: Mom who left her is a little unfair because that know, she was 15. I know, I know, and, I know we, forced, and we, but, we I talked about
0: that, but yeah. that still doesn't mean it's that... It's really grandma. This a, well, this is a person who put you up for adoption and that, even yeah. if people can understand, I could see why that, that's still a trauma. Like, the adoption, the foster yes. system, all of that yeah. itself, even if the person made the right call for them and for the baby, I could see why that is yeah. still a traumatic experience. So and especially within, like,
2: the plot of this, too. Like... She sent them there, and then they surgically removed Gabe. So, as, like, Gabe would think of it, you, mother, have sent me to a place yes. where they wanted yeah. to kill specifically me.
1: Yeah.
0: And then they talk about when Gabe says, deep down you've always known. And she talks about the last memory deep, buried deep in the back of my head. So that's where she's starting to come to and remember. He also, at the end... As you mentioned earlier in the app, he says, you can't lock me in here forever. She says, I know, but next time I'll be ready for you. Kind of implying she's going like to learn her little coping skills and learn how to deal with it in the future, maybe. So as much as I
1: want a sequel, it definitely completely undermines
0: that all the thieving. theming in
1: the Agency, the first one. It would. That's just This is the same problem you're coming up with before, is taking serious topics and combining with, like, the Joke. Unserious movie. Because, like, he did create an icon slasher villain but if he can't come back uh, they always come back i guess but if can't he comes back come it back. does kind of like mess up our
0: the potential reading of it
1: of this first movie yeah, yeah. i want yeah. him back anyway though so i'll take it
0: i just again it's so hard like we said to talk about these such serious topics
1: yeah i want one on this podcast i want to hear what he has to say
0: i would like to know yeah. if he was going for one that
1: defend himself
0: like i don't know <laughs> I, I, think, uh, reading it that way. I
2: think if they did make a sequel it'd be really cool if he had like like if she found like an old diary or something of hers when she was like at the wherever they were keeping her before and as she's like reading through the pages she starts to like see him come to life again and he like leads her into like a very buried deep underground chamber uh, and you know she finds a phoenix and a sword and there's a snake <laughs> you're the worst if, like all that stuff would have i think that's how he could make it work really well you know and he would rearrange the letters of his name and he would say my name is actually a uh, baggy
0: <laughs> you know i really thought you had a serious idea to
1: you got me going that i was like, oh, I'm into this and i really stopped. that was a per- great bit i'll never stop. <laughs> So, you had me going, I was like, yeah, I right. no, I'm <laughs> seeing it, I yeah, like it, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah cave, right. you could come back.
0: Do you think this movie is saying anything about motherhood or family, or like, what do you think it saying? It
1: is, James Wan loves talking about family, it's Insidious as a family theme, Connery is a family theme, and I think Malignant has a family theme too, but I don't think Gabriel's supposed to be part of that family I, I no, don't read no, it that way. Not that. I read it as like she's been looking for a, a, a blood connection, and Gabriel could be that. She could side with him and have that blood connection, but no, she has her sister, right? Her adopted, non biological sister that's been her blood connection because, like,
0: well, where do found you see family
1: can be better than actual family. That is
0: true. Right? Yes, but where do you see then at the end, like her being upset that he made her babies? Because then that's basically her retaliating because he took away her potential blood connection. Like, I think that combined with what mom was saying, where she's like, I shouldn't have given you away, I don't know what the fuck is. I'm you're ignoring to say. the I
1: shouldn't give you away part.
0: Just but I don't, don't think you can. I'm just choosing like, to for, for sure.
1: this. Um, I do think she doesn't realize the, the blood connection thing until. Or that, that she doesn't need a blood connection until after she finds out. That's what gets her to finally turn and mm-hmm. get in control. Okay. Is because she's her agency has been removed, like we said before. And then it gets goes to a whole new extreme when her agency is removed by having basically her what the baby she wants to have eaten as we're saying absorbed by Gabriel. Right. That's even more agency removed from her. The choice to have or not to yes. have. Right. So. That still has to do with her. I, I think I separate that from the blood connection. But then she, does realize she doesn't she does need to have a baby to have blood connection. She but doesn't see, need to be I not adopted.
0: I think it's the baby that triggers her to go sure. after Gabe, and now not she, the family.
1: But now she could
2: have a baby. In the context of the scene. I was going to say, in the scene, the change that you see happen within her is when, what's-her-face, Taylor her Swift reveals that... <laughs> That, yeah, that she's like, he's been eating your babies, and then she's like, oh, maybe
1: I do want this guy gone for real. And he's like, Why? yeah, No, you're right. Maybe it is just conflicting.
0: Yeah. I'll, but I'll love that.
1: I do think there's still, like, a family message, though. It's just and not done And maybe it's best. just not, yeah, completed. But like I said, I do think he covers family in all of it, all of these movies. And really, as, as Matt said, he needs direct Fast Eleven. Fast 11, James Wan. Really, it should be the Fast and Furious Conjuring Cinematic
2: Universe combined. and then, It could be the Fast and Furious Malignant Cinematic Universe. Yeah, That's how better. we bring them back. They do kind of fit better, don't yeah. they? She's, uh, she's driving down the highway. Yeah, who guns her off the... Yeah. <laughs> backwards, right?
1: Hands behind her back. <laughs> I don't, she makes her own seat. So Gabriel's gives oh, yeah, you bells. Sure at least their
2: own makes her own. Yes. Makes oh, a wait, seat for Gabe, yeah, because there's the overarching plot that they have going
1: on, too. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Gabriel confirmed it. as the yeah. bad guy for Fast Eleven. Also,
2: maybe also one of Dom's brothers.
1: <laughs> Gabriel's Dom's <dumb> brother, you're <laughs> saying.
2: Dom has a Gabriel in the (laughs) back Vin Diesel pulls his scalp apart to reveal a Gabe like version um, but one that's much more well adjusted (laughs) so that's yeah throughout the movie throughout the movie characters are always like Vin I thought I already handed you a beer and he's like no man give me another one
1: would be much harder to hide Vin Diesel, so i <laughs> just being honest.
0: <laughs> he would just have to take to wearing a hat suddenly. Like in, <laughs> he's no, killing cowboy at the whole movie. It's going to be
1: like in season one of Yu-Gi-Oh! He's going to be driving. He's like, the only one that doesn't know uh, what my next move is, is my Gabriel, and then flips around and yeah. him to take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> his, his swivel driver <laughs> <laughs> flips around. <laughs> There we go.
0: We've written it. we yeah.
1: yeah. We
2: should pitch meeting this. Yeah, James Wong, We've got to most of the legwork done for you. T
0: M T M T M.
1: We just need the it. money. Yeah. Someone help. Oh, All right. Let's do some ratings. We can we can write this movie on a specialty episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, Matt. What are you giving it um, out of 10.
1: I think it, it is for me an eight point five out of ten. <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie. I would recommend it. I have so much fun watching it. Um, so it's getting that, uh, maybe 8.25, that's I'll say. That's
0: fucking ridiculous. I feel
1: like I feel similarly to you Carrie. You gave, I
0: think, the witch, like, an 8.5.
1: Oh, well, ratings are dumb anyway. Fine. She, your your means Something. that you're moving it to an 8.
0: I'll uh, Well, uh, that's because so the
1: witch is really good, but I just didn't enjoy it as much on the most recent view, where sometimes I feel like the witch would be higher. This, I really enjoyed the viewing. I feel like I felt similar to Carrie, was what I was saying, where Carrie, I just really enjoyed it a lot, and I had a lot of fun watching, so... Fine. I'll give it is an 8 game, out of 10. Hannibal me. Is an OG
2: carry or yeah. is that the yeah.
1: Remake carry? Okay. OG. Well, no, I don't spooky. think we're watching the remake. Maybe. Maybe someday.
0: That day is not today. All right, Hannah. Yeah, your soon. turn. Five.
1: Five. Five. Damn, you really were a hater. Is that your lowest rating so far? No. Who's your lowest? Annabelle,
0: dude. Oh, yeah.
1: Annabelle was terrible. I already that's forgot. Terrible, about that terrible, but. annabelle has got nothing going for this. This movie has so much going for it. Well, that's why that. I think
0: we gave Annabelle, like, a two or a three. Okay. All
1: right. All of us
0: gave it extremely low we were like a point for each time we got scared
1: yeah this one Ooh. i just
0: think is like an average run-of-the-mill movie like there's just so much about it that's given b movie
1: that's the point that's why it's great. i don't okay. like it okay. all right fine i just you're don't a, you're not you're then and i respect your opinion
0: i don't know if you do although i didn't respect you <laughs> so fair is fair what about you?
2: Yeah, I've got no respect for either of you. I'm <laughs> going to give it a six. Okay. 6.5. 6.5. I will give it a little higher than a six. Um, but I think, kind of in the same vein as Hannah, I think, uh, you know, it's it's an all right movie. I don't think it super excels at a lot of the things that it's doing, though. You know, like mm-hmm. I can think of funnier, uh, you know, like spoofy parody of the same genre movies, I can think Cabin of scarier in the versions. Of like these kind of movies um, oh, that's a great I think movie. Cabin yeah, in the Woods versus this I, I think don't know where I this lie. movie Is close to being Really good at all those things But just falls short in every department Unfortunately okay. again if it was Funnier in certain parts and scarier in certain parts I think it would have like just that much More going for it but it Isn't really super scary at all um, even the jump scares aren't really, like great. Like most of the jump scares are just, you know, Taylor Swift, or whatever her name was. <laughs> um,
0: and Matt, yeah. would you say that you would recommend this to people?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would certainly recommend it to people. Um, I think, I think it's definitely worth a watch. Um, and I think this is a movie that is definitely going to have people on either side. You either like it or you, you hate it. Yeah. Um, and so I think for that purpose, everybody should watch it and find out where they stand on that. Um,
0: sure. Audience polled by CinemaScore Sto- gave the film an average of C from an A-plus to an F. Brutal. And PostTrack reported 59% of audience members gave it a positive score, but with only 38% saying they would definitely recommend it. So I think really, really all right, well. that kind of... Matt is our down the middle or there. I, I kind of yeah. I that.
1: guess that there's a lot of movies I hate, and this one just it works for me. So I don't hate it. I don't know why. I like,
0: don't hate it. Maybe yeah. five and a half. Well, I guess you know like, there's an
1: opportunity we have here to take everything about it that we didn't like and everything we thought we can excel with the fast and the malignant the in fast theaters and the malignant
0: and T M T M T M.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nobody can steal that. The musical probably really. Oh
0: yeah, we've been
1: the. The musical, the, the fast and the malignant, the musical, the musical yeah.
0: Matt, no, oh. we're already working on solve.
1: No scream the musical, <sighs> nope. scream
0: the musical, TM, TM, TM. Yeah,
1: no, we can still. So that's that's going to be made the before musical. we can write it. A there 100%. to get Evil Dead musical. I'm, I'm disappointed, but I will be seated for Scream the musical.
0: Front you can row, your baby, ass.
1: front row. Matt
0: will be in it. I'm still yeah. stuck so on the fast
2: happen. and He's the playing malignant. Randy, the musical. Back. I'm just thinking about the scene where Jason saves his life. Are you telling me that Finn,
1: that uh, Dom's not driving that car for real? <laughs> it's just a shot of like, it's just like, a shot of uh, like, like alligator yeah, like, arms coming out the back of his body holding the wheel. Yeah, turns still, the nitrous knob it's with the alligator formed. arms. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> well, that's all for this One-eye. week, guys. <laughs>
2: right, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This was a hell of a movie. I probably wouldn't have watched on my own, so I'm glad you Let's guys forced go. it upon me. Yep.
1: Uh, <laughs> and hopefully we'll be back for RAW at some point. Yeah, so, or, or we'll kick you out for that one. You'll
2: have to go to Paris again, but yes, uh, yes. whatever it takes. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, I'm Matt Hanna.
0: I'm Hannah.
1: I'm Matt Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been Horror Hour with the Hannas. Thank you for uh, joining us.
0: See you next week. Thank you for tuning into Horror Hour with the Hannas. Make sure to listen to future episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube, and follow for additional content on TikTok or Instagram at Horror Hour with the Hannis. If you like the podcast, please leave a positive review on your favorite podcasting app. Happy hauntings!